hello from a very sunny Glasgow. Uh, you might be picking up some extra background noise because I've got my door open to enjoy this weather. We're not we're not sound professionals here, so sorry about that. Um, quite a vulnerable episode today. It's hard for me to get vulnerable. I'm an Aquarius, if you believe in all that star sign stuff. But I want to explore the topic um, of why I'm finding it difficult to celebrate my success. <laughs> so last week, if you tuned in, you will know already, with Jack hit a huge milestone. My book of customers is now worth over a quarter of a million pounds. And this isn't um, an arbitrary number. There's a reason why it's an important milestone. Before launching with Jack, when, when all I had was an idea and a scrappy MVP with little traction, a string of insurers passed on working with me and most of them said the same thing. Um, trying to think how I would do a middle-aged white man in a suit voice. Um, no, I can't think of one. But they, they all said, you need uh, existing business worth £250,000 for us to consider working with you. That's That noise was Indy chasing a fly. So of course my brain asked the logical question, well, how do I get to that figure if I don't have any insurance products to sell? And it was another obstacle, just another obstacle, that made breaking into an already challenging industry even more difficult. A bit of a, a chicken and an egg situation. You know, I can't reach that figure without having an insurer's products to sell, but they won't give me their products to sell until I've reached that figure. <laughs> and I also remember thinking, like, why won't one person, one person give me the opportunity to show them that there's nothing I want more than reaching this milestone. And I'll do whatever it takes to get there. I'm not shy about putting in the work. And I hope that doesn't come across as too self-pitying. Um, but it was just a very frustrating situation to be in, to know that you're capable of something, but nobody else is buying it. So at the time, as you can imagine, reaching this goal seemed so far away, uh, almost impossible, pre-revenue, pre-customers. But I put my head down, I did the work, and with a, a small, a tiny amount of progress each day, I inched slowly towards my goal of £250,000. So what does this mean for With Jack? Well, getting here puts me in a better position, a stronger position to negotiate new products and prices and hopefully even create unique products for my customers. And also, I believe that um, by reaching this point, I have more of an advantage to execute on some of the bigger ideas that I have. But despite this being a figure that I have been working towards for so long, I didn't feel anything when it happened. I got a sale, I updated my spreadsheet, and I watched that number tick over the £250,000 threshold. And I waited for the emotion to kick in. Nothing. I thought about my dad and how he'd feel. Nothing. 
I reflected on everything that I've been through to get to this stage, losing a parent and taking over the family business, then driving it into the ground and spending years fighting to make with Jack happen. Nothing. So I went out for dinner and ordered two sparkling wines and waited for something to happen. Nothing. A few friends said that I was probably in shock and over the weeks passed, so I've had plenty of time to let this achievement sink in and whilst I've certainly had a few, okay, yeah, this is cool moments, I haven't really celebrated and here's why I think I'm finding it difficult to celebrate my success. Tiny wins are always followed by tiny fires. I have been doing this long enough to know that triumphs are always closely followed by roadblocks. Uh, That's just the way it is. Like within hours or days of celebrating a milestone, I am going to be putting out a fire in another area of the business. And if I allowed my mood to be dictated by what's happening in the business, which I used to do, and it's taken a long time to detach myself, then emotionally I'd be up and down in a very unstable way and that's just not healthy. So instead, I try to keep my mood as flatlined as as best I can. And just two days after reaching £250,000, I had a record number of cancellations in one day. A record number. Now, it was purely coincidence and nothing to indicate that it'll happen regularly, but having just one cancellation can ruin my day. So you can imagine how four made me feel. <laughs> it sucked. Um, and then uh, this was followed by a few other negatives. But instead of letting it fill my head with the usual doubts, you know, I'm, I'm not cut out for this, I'm not doing a good job, I'm going to fail... I acknowledge that I am going to have these days every so often and we move forward. And it works both ways. So I think the same attitude applies to my better days too. Um, and I'm, I'm not saying that this is a good thing, but I'm just saying that controlling my mood is something that I've had to do for my own sanity as a founder. The other reason is um, that this kind of thought process of okay, great, but what's next? So even though this was a goal of mine for some time, it's one of many goals. And as a founder, you're constantly focused on the future and what's coming next. So this year, I have several other big goals to reach that um, I feel are a lot more tangible than this one. So these include building your self-service platform, launching new products, and, and also releasing new features that will help you be a confident freelancer and sorry for my vagueness there um I'm just being a little bit secretive so I, I get more excited about the the product goals than I do about the financial ones because the product goals benefit my customers in a more direct way reaching 250,000 pounds um does make that above easier to achieve I'm likelier to get a delegated authority so that I can quote and bind policies direct from my website and then it's also easier to build relationships with insurers who give you products to sell um, or even collaborate with you on creating products um, but yeah, yeah, whilst this moment should have been something to celebrate my mind instantly diverted onto what's next <laughs>
And the last reason that I want to talk about is uh, this feeling uh, that the business just isn't good enough. And it's a mental battle that I face every single day with Jack is nowhere near where I want it to be. Not in terms of signups or revenue, but products, uh, features and, and the value that it delivers to my customers and even little imperfections with the existing website are driving me crazy on a daily basis. Um, you know, to be completely truthful with you, I'm embarrassed by... I'm embarrassed about where things are because I know they can be better. You know, I, I got to £250,000 um, with manual processes and that certainly isn't how I expected my business to look almost three years in. By now, I thought that I'd have instant quotes and cover, uh, a dashboard that users are onboarded to. Um, we have some really interesting ideas around this and, and an array of products and services that help to keep you in business but the reality is that momentum with building and shipping is slow this is an infuriating industry to to build in if you uh, if you want to to move quickly but not all of this is the red tape of the industry's fault some of it is mine and then you have this this natural desire to pit yourself against others compare how you're doing with them. And with all of my competition being VC-backed, I assume that they're a lot further ahead of me. And um, and that doesn't really matter. It doesn't affect my business. But any success that I experience is dampened with thoughts of, oh, well, it's probably taking me longer to get here than everybody else. So am I normal? Don't answer that, actually. Um, you know, so much of being a founder is having the mental toughness, not necessarily the intelligence or the expertise, but the mental toughness to withstand the daily challenges that you face that are feelings of insecurity and vulnerability, instability, and putting so much of yourself into something and in a very public way that could fail. It's emotionally taxing. I'm certainly not speaking for every founder, but I do think that we have the tendency to shut down in a lot of ways to get through it. And I think that's what's happened here. I think that's why, oh great, the construction started next door. I think that's why I struggled to celebrate my success. Um, now, I am happy about this milestone, but I don't feel the way that I thought I would feel because my mind is now focused on making with Jack even better to get to the next £250,000. Okay, I'm going to wrap things up here. Um, next door neighbours have a new patio getting put down, so it's going to get pretty noisy. But I'll be back again next week to share more of the ups and downs of building, uh, bootstrapping a business in one of the least startup-friendly industries in the world as a solo founder. See you then. Hey, it's me again. I'm, I'm back again already. I just finished listening uh, back to this episode and I couldn't help but feel it just sounded so depressing. And usually I like ending my episodes um, with a conclusion, you know, kind of tying them up in a nice bow. And 
that didn't really happen with this episode. I just want to emphasize the fact that I am actually proud of myself. I am. And I am very happy, even if it didn't sound like it, to reach this point. But I think it's just in my human nature and also as a founder to constantly be focused on the next thing, making things better and constantly pushing towards whatever's next. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to to say that. And I'd love to hear if you are a founder and if you feel that way too, uh, get in touch with me. Hello at iamashley.co.uk or I'm also on Twitter at iamashley. Okay, this time I'm going. Bye.